I'm your international homeboy, the incredible DJ360. In the words of DMC, I've stood on many stages and held many mics. I've also rocked crowds around the world on the two turntables. I'm here to share my experiences with music and education with you. And it's your boy Cool Rock, a.k.a. Cool Rock Steve from the legendary Fat Boys. I got the hit albums, I got the hit movies, I got all that. Welcome, Welcome to 360 University. Salute to the people out there. It's your international homeboy, the incredible DJ360 with my super legendary homeboy, my co-host. Cool Rock or Cool Rock to the ski from the legendary fat boys. Yes, 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 y'all. And you know, um, anytime you was out in, in elementary school, junior high school back in the days, if you was beatboxing in a cypher or, or, or beating on the tables and, you know, you, you had your homeboy doing the beatbox, man, you got you to gotta give it up to the beat, to the fat boys, man. Um, shout out to rest in peace to um Buffy, um you know the ox that rocks goes by many names DJ Grandmaster Doc Nice it goes on and on man salute to you, <laughs> cool man for um you know everything you brought to the game as far as hip hop is concerned man we here three sixty University podcast man what's up man? Chilling man chilling just getting over the holidays officially officially you know, done right valentine's day yeah officially done <laughs> in the bag <laughs> it's time to move to the spring and summer now yeah <laughs> yeah man well we got easter down the street man Easter's gonna creep up on right. us too so 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 yeah man um uh what a weekend man uh nba all-star weekend you know um yeah. in my opinion i know i know i could probably speak for a lot of people out there but Aaron Gordon got robbed again. That's my opinion, man. You know, the dunk contest. I want to start with that. Um, the dunk contest and, this, you know, the All-Star Weekend. You know, shout out to, um, you know, um, uh, Magic Johnson and Common and um, Jennifer Hudson and all the ones that, you know, everybody that paid tribute to, to the legendary Kobe Bryant, man. And, um, I mean, let's yeah. let's talk about that Jennifer for a minute. Hudson's Jennifer incredible. Oh, my goodness. Her voice is just incredible. amazing, right? Oh, man. Yeah. And it's like she's flawless, man. Um, she did it with such little effort. And it was like she's, comp it was like almost when I was listening, it was almost like she was mixing R and B, pop, and gospel, like all in the same rendition of of the song. You know what I'm saying? It was it was amazing. And just an incredible singer, just a really really great singer. You yeah. Know? Um, she's following the lines of the greats that came before her. Absolutely. Know, Gladys Knight and Aretha Franklin's and, and the Whitney Houston. Yeah. 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 a powerful, powerful voice. Um, and, and she gave um, Kobe and not even just Kobe Bryant, but, but Gigi, his daughter and all the rest of the other um, seven people that, that 
that Paris that day in January, man, um, um, I think the whole dedication was for everyone, um, but specifically because right. of All-Star Weekend and it's the NBA and Kobe would have been there, Gigi would have been there. Right. Um, so it was it was a special dedication. And, and they had the, the fresh uh, – it was a dope um, video they had playing behind her too, you know, and I know everybody in the place yeah. was had a – there wasn't a dry eye in the place, man. I, I can imagine, man. It was it – was, it was um, it was very touching, and the the whole weekend from it's Friday. It's still so surreal. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. still so, you know, it, it's still so fresh. It's still so surreal. You know, it, it, it's it's it, it's just a, a really sad time. But you know, like you said, it, it, the All Star Weekend just kind of it, it picked up the moment. It picked up the um, the atmosphere was good. Um, all the tributes to Kobe. The game itself was good, you know. Yeah, it was just a really great All Star weekend. So, what, what do you think about the um, the format? You know, what I'm saying they changed the format. For anyone that didn't see the All Star game, I don't want to spoil it for you. If you have it recorded, and you want to watch it later, but it was a good game, and and you know they changed up the format of how, right? You know, based on the charities and you know the um the good the good um um I won't say the the good Samaritan nature of it, but there was a it was a it was it was a different feel to the All Star Game this year because they restarted the scoreboard after every quarter with um, you know a certain amount of money going toward charities you know based on how many points are scored right. and who won the game a hundred thousand was up for grabs if they tied or, or whoever led it was it was just a I think it turned up the competitive nature of the All Star Game. Um, because of that, and then having to play toward 157 points at the end, um, it didn't. It didn't. It left not a dry or or boring part of the game. It was, everybody was playing like it was a, a actual, you know, scheduled game, you know, NBA game. And I think it was really yeah. Quite, I, I, li- I like the format. I like the format. I like the you know the team Giannis and the team and the team LeBron. Um, you know, we we live so much in, in inside of a. Well, we saw so much of a Jordan-led league for the longest. Well, we could really much say that this is really LeBron's league right now. And yeah. I'm not saying that to just disrespect other players. I'm just saying as far as the face, the brand that the, the NBA is catered to, it's pretty much LeBron. Um, so, Absolutely. I mean, that being said, LeBron is 35 years old, so I don't know how long he's going to play. Maybe to 37 is the most. Um, but the way he takes care of his body, you never know. Right. Um, I could see him but, going you know, to at least 20, 20 years, you know, to make the 20-year mark. I can see him pushing his body to that. Yeah. Well, another five that. years, you know, or whatever it may What is it? Yeah. He got in the league in 03, so he's at what, 16 years now? Four, 17 right. years? Yeah, so I could see him playing another yeah. two or three years. Yeah, definitely. Especially if he gets a ring. Yeah, he definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was. I think uh, when he when he left Miami, and he took that weight off, it, it just he, he just raised the level of his game. Because at one point, LeBron was like a, a big freight train coming down the court. He was like almost like a more athletic version of um, Karl Malone. Right, right. And he was playing like at two sixty five, two seventy, damn near. I mean, he was a big dude, you know, big, cut, muscular dude. And then once he got, I think once he went back to Cleveland, he just took off a lot of weight. And I was like, wow, so LeBron is really, you know, he's really gearing up for the longevity of this. So, right. You know, that, that was good to see that. Yeah, know? yeah, man. And um, 
I was glad to see Chris Paul catch an alley oop, man. That was dope. <laughs> he caught the alley oop. Yeah. You know, got yeah. hops. Um, um, the all, the dunk contest, man. Um, dunk contest was sick. It was man. That was sick. I thought that the one that that Aaron Gordon was in uh, against Zach Levine and the rest of the guys a couple years ago. I thought that I think that was 2016 or 15. Um, right. I thought that was like one of the best ever, but this one, I think, I mean, as soon as, you know, when Dwight Howard got his little dunk out the way, I didn't think he was going to, yeah. I didn't, you know, uh, trying to re- reproduce. I mean, the, the it was super... good to see an older guy in there. You yeah. Know, you know, um, cause yeah. Dwight is considered the elder statesman in the NBA right now. You know, he had the whole Superman cape on. Right. So it was right. good to see that. It wasn't the same dunk that he had like, you know, eight, nine years ago, but right. you know, he was still doing his thing. Yeah. But, um, um Derek Jones Jr., man. I mean, between oh, man. those dudes are pulling out dunks that even on the street we haven't seen before in ever. You know, right. this. Yeah. I, I mean, um, to see Zach Levine back in what was it, 20, whatever that the, a few years ago, do the windmill from the free throw line, and then you had the mascot. Um, oh man, yeah. That so that I think that dunk contest kind of set the precedent for the following because this one this weekend was amazing, man. And I and I and I, yeah. I honestly think Aaron Gordon was robbed. I mean, I've never seen a player score four or five straight fifty point. I mean, legitimate fifty point dunks. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and and Derrick Jones, he I mean his he, he I mean he he wasn't no slouch man. He came with it, and it was like his dunks were convincingly yeah. dunks. Like he didn't almost make it. It wasn't like. He didn't have enough air. I think if he hadn't dunked it, he, right. he'd have kept going on a few of them. You know what I mean? It was like, so. It always reminds you of the 88 dunk contest oh, yeah. with, with um, Jordan and, and Dominique. Um, yeah. And what Dominique. Yeah. So it was like a back and forth kind of battle. Yeah. You know, they, they both pulled out all the stuff. I think, um, I think he did give up, you know, um, but. Um, yeah, he said he ain't going to do know, it. He ain't going to do it again. Well, he says that now, but <laughs> next year, he was more than likely he'll be there, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, but yeah, um, I didn't, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't actually watch the three-point contest. I was out and about with the family. I didn't get home until um, the dunk contest was about to, co- about to come on. So, did you did you watch it, Cool? Uh, did you catch the, the three-point contest? I didn't catch the three-point contest. I didn't catch it at all. I know Damian Lillard was out. Um, he pulled out of it because of a groin issue. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't see it. Speaking of, um, um I, I, I tell you this though: the the all oh, sorry to cut you off. The NBA All Star Game is much one thousand, two thousand, three thousand percent better than the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl has to do something better. Um, just watching that, I, I fell asleep at, <laughs> at the beginning of the second half. I, I was out. You know, it's like this is so boring. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I mean, back in the seventies and eighties, anybody can remember the. The, the Pro Bowls, they they were they were hitting, they were hitting like it was a regular season game. Right. You know, these guys now, you hold yeah. them up, and that's it. I can understand the risk of nobody wants to get hurt and all that. But if you're going to do that, just make it a flag football game. Right. You know, don't even <laughs> put the pads on. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. So I mean, um, so yeah. Shout out to the NBA. Um, rest in peace, David Stern. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, Gigi Bryant, and the whole. Um, uh, crew that was on that helicopter. Um, great, great All Star Weekend. Um, but if we're talking about, if we're talking about Kobe Bryant, man, and and 
and Gail, dude, what you think about the whole situation with Gail King, um, Snoop Dogg, and the comments, man? Like, because a lot of people look at Kobe Bryant like he was one of them. Like, he was, even if you weren't in sports or if you weren't um, directly involved with the Lakers or whatever. Growing up as a fan, I felt like he was like like because we were like I said in the last episode, same age, graduated from high school the same year, or got out of high school the same year, born in the same right. year. So I felt like, yo, this guy made it. We made it, you know what I'm saying? And his whole career, right. I was right there watching. And then when he passed, it was like, okay, don't nobody better say anything negative about this man. We know that he went through some, um, you know, controversial time in his career when, you know, the whole Colorado thing and. Uh, I don't. I don't want to downplay the severity of what occurred, um, and the victim, right. whatever the case is. Um, I don't want to really go into that on the on the podcast, but we know that it was dealt with. Um, and then you know, Gail comes in, Miss King comes in, and you know, kind of asks uh, Lisa Leslie about it, and this is what she had to say. Check it out. It's been said that his legacy is complicated because of a sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, Lisa, go get that girl or tell her or send her this. Mm -hmm. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm -hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. Mm -hmm. I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. Mm -hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it considering he's no longer with us and that it was resolved? Or is it really part of his history? I think that the media should be more respectful um, at this time. It's like if you had questions about it, you've had many years to ask him that. I don't think it's something that we should keep hanging over his legacy. I mean, he went to it went to trial. Yeah, but the case is, it was dismissed because the victim in the case refused to testify. So it was dismissed. And I think that that's how we should leave it. So it sounded like, you know, from the clip that she really wanted Lisa Leslie to go in and, and give up some information about how Kobe was and, and kind of challenge his character when he's not here to defend himself. Right. You know? I mean. You know, you know, but here's the thing. Here's the thing about, um, a celebrity's passing. Um, these things are to be expected. Um, some people are going to get a pass and just rest in peace. Some people's legacy is going to be tarnished by the media. Some people, the things that be brought up. I, I think one thing about what, what what happened with Kobe is that the reaction um, the world had, and I think a lot of people were looking at it like, well, let's not forget what happened. Right. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. They were like, let's not forget what happened now. And I, I knew that was going to come up because yeah. um, I know when um, my partner passed away, Buff passed away. Yeah. 
and to see radio stations talking about his incident that happened. And I thought I knew that was going to come. You know, I knew that was going to come up. And th- these things ought to be accepted when, somebody, when a celebrity uh, passes away. Um, and Kobe was such a huge sports icon. And he meant so much to a lot of people, lot especially of people. The, uh, people in L.A. You know, they, they just loved Kobe. They, they almost loved him more than Magic. Maybe, maybe even more. Than yeah, Magic. yeah. Um, uh, but, but, but my question, is, people, my, I don't mean to cut you off, cool, but my question to you and, and, and all the listeners out there is, if is it is it fair, even though we, we don't want to forget what happened and people might say, don't forget, you know, and, and, and they have, people have, the ownership of their own words and whatnot. If they want to say something about the celebrity when they're gone, that's their prerogative. But my question is, right. um, is that fair or should it even be brought up in this time, in, at that time? You know what I'm saying? Because it happened in the early, what, the first decade of the 2000s, like early to what, 2004, five, maybe? Um, it was 2003 or yeah. around 2003 going to 2004, something like that. Exactly. So, and after it was settled, after everything was dealt with, people kind of got back to norm, a sense of normalcy when it came to Kobe Bryant and, and all of that and started focusing back on basketball. I know it was probably hard for the victim right. to just focus on everyday life. That's probably a blemish, and they have every right to feel, and everybody surrounding that person has every right to feel some type of way. Um, but why wait until Kobe dies to start having interviews and talk about this when he... It, it wasn't even two weeks after he was gone that this was talked about. And he could have, I mean, over the last 15 years, anybody could have come up and had that conversation with him or, or somebody who was close right. to him. Like, so does that make it, what, what do you think about that? Like, is it fair to um, Kobe and his, and, and even Vanessa, you know what I'm saying? His widow to have to hear this going on, you know? Um, right. I don't think there's anything fair when it comes to the media, especially nowadays. See, the media doesn't just work on TV anymore. Everybody that picks up a camera phone is, is part of the media now. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? When, when somebody, you, you see some of these videos on YouTube and they go in police stations and, and try to um, scope out the bad cops or what the cops are not doing right or, you know, the, uh, uh, this department works for me, you work for the people. And then the first thing the, a policeman, a police um, individual would say is, a law officer would say is, um, you're not supposed to be in here. I'm press. What kind of press are you just carrying <laughs> on the camera phone and, and just um, videoing people? Right, Because right. you have to think, we're, we're living in, in a society now where press is no longer what we we, we are accustomed to. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Like a Peter Jennings or a, a Ted Koppel. Right. Who are Tom really Brokaw, journalists. Right. John Brokaw. Everybody's picking up a damn camera phone or a GoPro and saying, I'm pressed. Did you graduate from school? From college? <laughs> right, right. But it's like people are doing research on Google and saying they're pressed. So um, that being said, we're living in a society now, too, where a lot of allegations, sexual allegations, are being brought up of people, whether they're dead or alive. And you have a whole Me Too movement um, who are just taking charge of anything and everything that an individual did while he was still on this earth or whether um, whether he passed away or whether he's still alive. And they're bringing up allegations from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I mean, they're going after anybody. That, and so 
a lot of these these um, people such as Gail are sitting down and asking all these questions because as much as we as we as sports fan love Kobe, they want to know. They want to also tell people, yeah, but Kobe wasn't this person. He was this and he was that. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And they want to bring that into the mix of us um, celebrating his legacy and mourning his death. You yeah. Know? Yeah, you can mourn all you want, but in 2003, he did this. You understand what I'm saying? So right. um, it gets people, it gets people um, angered because, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to see anybody pass away. I mean, but it, it's, it's a part of life. But when I see him pass away and, I, and then I heard his daughter, that's really that's when it really hurt me. Like, you know, Kobe was still a young man. He's still he's a grown man. And I would have accepted the death. I'm like, if I if it was just him on that helicopter, I'm like, man, this, this is a really sad day. Yeah. But once I heard his daughter was on the I was like, ah. Oh. That took it to another level. And right? that's when I said right there, nothing should touch this story as far as what happened in the past. Just just leave it alone. Don't even bring that up. Because right. he has three daughters at home. He has a wife. Why would you want to bring something like that up? Exactly. And because he's when gone. He did he, it. Yeah. His, his wife still has to and, live through this, man. Right. And his daughter. Right. You know? And when she pressed it, I could have seen if Gail would have just asked the question and left it alone, but she pressed the issue as if um, Lisa Leslie, um, who was very, very um, classy about the whole situation. Absolutely. She pressed it as if she was on a, on, on stand or something like in court. Right. <laughs> you know, like, and, and yeah. I, and then, I mean, you got to be kidding me. You know, you, why are you pressing the issue? You right, know? right, right. Um, so much so that Snoop, the legendary Snoop Dogg, man, Eastside Long Beach. Snoop Rocksky. Snoop Rocksky. <laughs> <laughs> he came out and he, you know, initially Snoop went at her head. You know what I'm saying? And those of yeah. you that missed it, uh, you know, we here at the 360 University podcast, we're just going to play it again. You know what I'm saying? We're going to play it back. Um, here's, here's what Snoop said in response to the Gail King, Lisa Leslie interview. Check it out. Gail King. Out of pocket for that shit. Way out of pocket. What do you gain from that? I swear to God, we the worst. We the fucking worst. We expect more from you, Gail. Don't you hang out with Oprah? Why y'all attacking us? We your people. You ain't coming after fucking Harvey Weinstein asking them dumbass questions. I get sick of y'all. I want to call you one. Is it okay if I call her one? Funky dog head bitch. How dare you try to tarnish my motherfucking homeboy's reputation, punk motherfucker. Respect the family and back off, bitch, before we come get you. You know, what do you think? What do you think? Cool. I mean, it was kind of rough. You know what I'm saying? He came at her like it a gangster. It was rough. And he was definitely caught up in his emotions because him, him and Kobe were close. Right. They were good friends. Yeah. So he was defending and him like a homeboy would, right? Way yeah, and you could tell by the way he was talking in that video that he was really, really emotional about it. It was almost like he was cursing at somebody in the streets who was trying to disrespect his homeboy. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't agree with the whole B word and all that stuff. I didn't agree with the way he did it, but I understand the way he did it. You know right. what I'm saying? Why he, why he did it. Yeah. Because um, I thought it would be the same thing as why he wouldn't have went at 
my boy like that, you know, and I would I would have went off. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. so I said that's why I said I understand the way why he did it. Yeah. Um, but that just goes to show you when I was talking to you yesterday about, um, John, I mean, um, the media and celebrities. Yeah. Um, because you you, you everybody was pro Gail and pro Snoop, so you had a fifty fifty division. Right. You know. Right. Um. And then slowly but surely, I seen a lot of women started getting on Gail's side. Yeah, and they started and they started yeah. gaining momentum. Right, and this, and women were saying, "That's wrong. What he did. That's wrong. What he did. He needs to apologize." Yeah, you know? I, um, um, so much so. Um, two things that I that I that I witnessed and I, I kind of saw. Um, there was a political figure. I think that you know, Gail and and Oprah. There, I know they got political ties to the strength of the United States that we don't see, you know what I'm saying? Behind the scenes. Right. Um, so I know I don't, I could, I don't remember the um, young lady's name, but she said to Snoop, like, you better back off cause you're going to run up on this army that you ain't going to be messing with Gail. So you need to back right. off. And um, shortly. Yeah. The pen, the pen is mightier than the sword. I, I think she was trying to say that. I don't think she was trying to say she's going to send a freaking U S army. Out. No, 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 not literally. Hope not. Not, no, no, not literally. Yeah. But, um, but as far as, you know, because, you know, Snoop, as you heard, as we heard in the clip, you know, we go, you know, he made somewhat of a threat. Like we going we, we going to get at you or we going to come get you. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think yeah. see, he would actually go and send somebody out to go get her. But at the same time, it's like, OK, you you doing this. All right, Snoop, you better back off because you're going to get into a, 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 a fight that you ain't going to win. And so, you know, right. not, not even a couple right. days after that, <laughs> I see. Snoop got on and he was on his apology. You know, I, I talked to my moms. You know, he he had to holler at his moms and she kind of put it, you know, a mother has a way of, I don't care if you're a millionaire or what, you know what I'm saying? You're going to respect what your yeah. mama says, yeah. you know? So this is what Snoop, check out Snoop's um, next comment on social media um, a couple days later after he talked to me. Gail King. Check this out. I publicly tore you down by coming at you in a derogatory manner based off of emotions, me being angry at questions that you asked. Um, overreacted. I should have handled it way different than that. Uh, I was raised way better than that. So I would like to apologize to you publicly for the language that I used and calling you out of your name and just being disrespectful. I didn't mean for it to be like that. I was just expressing myself for a friend that wasn't here to defend himself. Um, a lot of people look up to me and they love me and they appreciate me, so I want to let them know that. Anytime you mess up, it's okay to fix it. It's okay to man up and say that you're wrong. I apologize. Hopefully we can sit down and talk privately. Have a good day. Yeah, so, I mean, man, I'm, I'm in my 40s, and if my mama says something, I'm going to consider it. My wife, if her mother says something, it's like, you're never too old to, you know what I'm saying, get checked by moms, you know what I'm saying, because they know you, um, and they've known you for your whole life, for the, you know, and they can give you some words that can make you change the way that you, you know, putting things out there. And it sounds like that's what happened with Snoop. And yeah, also, also a lot of people who are screaming from the sidelines and who are saying, um, you know, Snoop sold out because he apologized and I have no respect for him because he apologized. You don't understand how this stuff works within the entertainment industry. Uh, He has a lot more to lose than Gail could ever lose. You know, right, right, and they that could be snatched from him in a minute. I'm pretty sure his mother had a lot of influence on his apology, but at the end of the day, a lot of things could be snatched right from under you right. in this entertainment right. industry, and right. you could be blackballed within a second. 
You understand? Right, so, exactly. Um, and with that, you can scream all that. You sold out with the apology all you want, but that's you on the outside looking in. Right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. They. Yeah. Trust me, I know how this stuff works. Yeah, <laughs> people have no idea. <laughs> yeah, you have no idea. You have no. You may think power. you know, right? And so this song, right. I'm, this song I'm about to play right now is probably what what Snoop thinks of Gail. I'm gonna go into Beautiful by Snoop. Let's go. Oh 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 oh. So, um, so Snoop Dogg, Gail King, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. Um, it's been a bunch of, you know, and, and, um, I saw a friend of mine on social media, man. She posted a picture of Snoop, um, at some red carpet event, uh, years back where he had, you know, uh, two young ladies with, um, chains around their necks. Like he was, you know, on some pimp stuff, you know what I'm saying? And kind of right. had like, it was like the S and M type thing. And she was like. You you going at Gail and all this and you talking bad, but look at what you've been doing against us. You know what I'm saying? It, it, and it looked right. it looked bad. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so I, I started hearing about I'm looking on on social media and I started seeing stuff like oh Snoop Dogg doesn't like women. Oh Snoop Dogg doesn't like black women. Yeah, that's crazy. Black women. I don't, I don't yeah. know why some females were saying that. Yeah, but um Snoop Dogg doesn't like women, so that's why he was saying this. He was saying that. And when stuff starts to gain momentum. And especially with social media nowadays, when things start to gain momentum, it doesn't take much to convince a few idiots out there to, to listen to one person who has a little bit of a platform on social media who has maybe a million followers, which really doesn't equate to much. But sometimes people can listen to that one person with that million or two million followers, and then next thing you know, um, here comes TMD. Here comes whatever. Here comes this person. <laughs> right. So it doesn't take yeah. much. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I mean, and 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 to pick to piggyback off what you're saying, man. Like when you were saying earlier that um, anybody with a with a cell phone can become part of the press now. You know, that imitates the same way that music is kind of going right now. If you got a computer or an internet connection. And a couple of programs you can make some beats on or something. You can upload your song to social media and you're instantly right. a rapper, right? Just add water and you're instant rapper. Right. So, I mean, it's it's now that technology is what it is nowadays, you know, um, we have everybody who has a thought of being something you feel like you actually can without proper training. So we'll see. I right. mean, I don't know. We'll see how it goes because technology can be a gift and a curse. So as long as you are given quality. Yeah, I always said I always yeah. said the internet was a gift and a curse. Yeah. Um, it, it can give you loads of information, but at the same time, there's loads of creeps on there who has information. <laughs> so it's like, it's, <laughs> right. it's, it's, it's definitely a gift and a curse. But getting back to people just being overnight, whatever they are, whether it be a success or overnight blogger or overnight success is, is being a blogger or being a YouTube star or whatever, this is the easiest way right now to become famous. Right. The easiest way. Yeah. 
we were back in the day, and I sound like an old grandfather, but back in the day, you know, we had to do the footwork. We had to jump in the car and go from state to state to promote the product. You know what I'm saying? You had to go, you had to sell records the hard way. That's what I'm saying. If you can't go gold or platinum now today, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> back right. then, you know how hard it was to go gold or platinum? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, <laughs> and to have, be consistent with it? You know, you're talking about trying to find a needle in a haystack. If you can't go gold or platinum today, there is something really wrong with you. Because people nowadays will buy anything. So, um, right, right. I'm not, it doesn't take too much talent nowadays to become a rapper. Um, and I'm not saying that to put anybody down. I'm just saying as far as the listeners it's go. The truth. They it's... listen to anything. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. So, yep. it yeah. is what it is. Yeah, and that's the that's the cool rock perspective, you know. We got a definite legend on the line. If you're listening, it's facts, you know what I'm saying? Um, this episode is brought to you by the good folks at Hella Hot Hot Sauce, man. Shout out to Kyle and the whole crew out there in California, man. You 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 put anything you put any hot sauce on anything lately, man? Some of the some of the I just uh, had some hot, hot sauce last night on my food and um my head was um I felt like I was on the elliptical. I mean that thing had my head in sweat. I mean <laughs> The sweat was coming through my hat. Wow, Man, yeah. This stuff. And, yeah. And what's, what's, so, what's so good, I mean, the hot sauce is so good that you can't stop eating. Right, and exactly. You can't stop, like, stirring up in your food. But y'all got to try that hella hot sauce. Um, it, it's some really, really good stuff. Yeah, my favorite is occasion um, tears. And take some pounds off you, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know what it reminds me of, man? You remember, Um, I mean, they have this new show called, uh, what is it, Hot Ones that's coming around? It's like... The the guy asks questions and they have every question and after you eat after you ask, answer the question is it's a uh, you got to eat a hotter um, um, version of a hot sauce or you know some wings that got some you know a next level of heat. So when I'm eating it when right. I'm eating the, um, the hella hot hot sauce man I'm thinking like man let me just go ahead and challenge myself to get to the next bottle. So I had the Cajun tears yeah. and I'm manning up through it. And then I had to go yeah. to the next one. I, I don't know, man. I, like I said, like you said. If man. you want to get your water levels up uh, for the day, get, try some of that hella hot sauce with your food because you'll be drinking water all day after that. Yes, sir. You know. Shout out to the people out there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, so everybody out there that's listening, man, you can reach us all over the place. We're all over social media. Um, you can reach us at um, um, 360upod at gmail.com if you want to drop us a line. We're here. We ain't going nowhere, man. We episode eleven. We eleven episodes in, man. And um, we all over. We we uh, Facebook three sixty University one. Instagram same thing three sixty University one. Same thing on Twitter three sixty University one. Uh, we all over. Um, um, any place you want to find a podcast, we are there. Um, Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, um, Stitcher, all over the place, man. And um, we even got a Cash App now, man. I got We put the Cash App together. And you can reach us if you wow. like if you like to donate to the 360 University podcast. Um, you know, uh, no, no amount is too small, no amount is too large. So we're talking about from ten cents to ten thousand, whatever you would like to donate. We are, um, you know, uh, welcoming you know donations to keep our programming going, um, to bring you fresh content. And you can um, find us. You know, you got to put that dollar sign in on Cash App. The dollar sign and um three three six zero U Pod on Cash App. You know what I'm saying? So it's the three sixty university. Come on, donate to your local legendary rapper. <laughs> you know what you? I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. Shh, man. Um 
Yeah, you all know what you're listening to. It's your international homeboy, the incredible DJ 360. And we got the legendary, the legendary, legendary. We had episode nine. We talked about what really defines a legend. And our co-host, your co-host, your professor of the university, um, 360 University podcast, Cool Rock to the Ski, is on the line with us, man. We're here. Um, go back and listen to episode one all the way through to um, episode 10 before you listen to this one, before you really get into it. Um, because you'll enjoy it, you know what I'm saying? We 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 on a, on a mission. We're not gonna stop until we get to our goal, and then we're gonna keep going and share the knowledge with everybody else, man. So that's what it is, man. Definitely. Um, yeah. So there's a, so what you're saying is to sum it all up, cool. There's a fine line between social media, um, how it was before, and 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 where it is now. There's a fine line between that and just people, you know, chiming in and giving their opinions. And people believing it, and now it's 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 law, it's truth, because you said it and you uploaded it, or um, yeah, I think a lot of people are just following. A lot of people are just looking at people followers and yeah. saying, "Wow, this person has two million two million followers. They must know what they're talking about." And it, it's just uh, um, it's just the thing where they don't know what the hell they're talking about. They just have a lot of followers. Followers don't equate to a lot of anything. Um, I think a lot of rappers and a lot of record companies found that out a long time ago. Just because some person has four million followers, that doesn't equate to record sales. Right. No, uh, it no. could be because somebody just bored and just looked upon Instagram one day and said, hey, I want to follow this person because he has a lot of bright colors. It's a mountain much of anything. But yeah. um, at the same time, we're just living in a society where everybody's just being everybody's just following somebody. That's why they call them followers. Right. They just, right. You know, everybody's just a bunch <laughs> of followers, you know. Exactly. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. And people just go and follow the person. They don't know why they're following these people. They don't know. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Instant success. You don't know why the person became successful. Where's the groundwork? You just sat at home one day and you picked up your phone and said, hey, I'm on Twitter. I'm doing some shopping in a grocery store. Follow me on Twitter as I buy a pineapple. Yeah, that's crazy, you know? man. Hey, yeah, be crazy. before we close out this episode, man, I want to take a um a moment to uh, shout out one of my um um coworkers that I had at the radio station when I was in Atlanta um, at Love Eight Sixty. Um, we had this show called the Beat Break Radio Show. Um, and one of my co co-hosts, one of my partners in crime, um, part of the radio team down there, she passed away um, January 17th. I just found out yesterday, though. Wow. Um, signature phrase is her name, Cassandra Foy. Um, we want to say um, rest in peace. Um, heaven has just gained another angel. She um, used to write wow. poetry. Rest she, in peace. she, yes, yeah, sir. She, she, um, her pen game was dope when it came to the poetry. Um, and I, I used to talk to her, um, through text message a lot, um, over the last couple of years and, you know, and, and, um, she was saying that she was going to get back into this and back into that. She was moving from here to there. And, um, so she, she, right. she lost her battle, um, with, with cancer, um, but she won the battle in, in getting her chance to get to heaven. So, um, she's pain free. She's relaxing. It was an emotional moment when I got the news and um, I'm, I'm kind of tripping right now thinking about her because she was such a lively person and uh, 
Um, so we want to say rest in peace um, to Signature Phrase on behalf of myself, um, Cool Rock Ski, and even you know the Beat Break, Beat Break Radio team, Sean Garvey, DJ Rollum, um, Diamond Love, and the rest of the crew down there in Atlanta. We want to say rest in peace to and, and condolences um, to her family. Sure, um, family, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how we gonna end this, man. And everybody out there, man, let's 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 make this week a great week. We'll be back again um, next week with episode twelve. Um, you will see us building it up um, without um, throughout the week about what the topic's gonna be and who our guests may be and all of these um, great things that we're doing over here. We're trying to get it get it to where we need to be. We're working in in that space and getting it getting it going. Cool Rock Ski ain't going nowhere. 360 ain't going nowhere. The 360 University Podcast is not going anywhere. We're steadily growing. Shout out to our sponsor, Hella Hot Hot Sauce out there in California. Once again, shoot us an email. Um, let us know what you think. 360 University um, email is 360upod at gmail.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you can reach us at 360university1. You know what I'm saying? And we here all over Anchor and everywhere. And once again, cool, YouTube is coming. <laughs> the YouTube channel oh, cool. is coming. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm a about, lot of people are asking me, yeah. you know, what's the you guys' YouTube channel? So yeah, now we, we know it's coming. Yeah, we're about <laughs> 95% there. Um, it's a couple of things I got to okay. figure out. Yeah, we're about 95 to 97% there. Um, and it will we'll let you all know exactly when it drops as soon as we get it together. But on, my, on behalf of myself, the international homeboy, the incredible DJ 360, and who we got online, the legend, who is it? MC Cool Rock to the Ski, legendary fat boy coming at you. Bad, bad, bad boys. Stick up. Stick up. Stick up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah man um man once again on behalf of myself and the whole hip-hop community thank you for what you brought to the game man period you and you um prince marky d and buff rest in peace man but that's it we here 360 university podcast we'll be back next week peace peace